I, I just uh, just a moment here, and I, I said this yesterday. It's just worth repeating because because they've been ambushed to a degree by Joe Manchin. The progressives have. Uh, Debbie Dingell was all she's a congresswoman from uh, Michigan. She was on television this morning and said even Pelosi, Chuck Schumer never told Pelosi about the $1.5 trillion cap Joe Manchin had told Chuck Schumer. Now, I I don't think it's in this clip. I don't think I pulled that one. But listen to her talking a little bit about the infrastructure situation. Jake, I'm going to approach this differently than you are. The fact of the matter is the speaker is working very hard, and there is nobody I know. I have I'm a seasoned soul around the Capitol. I was married to a master legislator. There is nobody better at legislating. She is trying to get a path to get there. And Democrats are united that failure is not an option. She was working very hard with the White House, the President, the Senate, and members of the caucus who are united. 96% of us are like, we, it's very simple. We got to have both of these bills. The President's vision when he ran was the Build Back Better plan. And she is trying to get a path that all of us together can agree on and vote on. And we'll see when that happens. Oh, she's trying to get a bill. And, you know, to a degree, Pelosi has a difficult job. The progressives really think they're in charge. And they have forgotten that there is a system they have to work through. You know, Jonah Goldberg wrote a brilliant book years ago you should read called Liberal Fascism. And it documents how actually fascism isn't a conservative ideology. It was actually a very progressive ideology. It was the 1920s American progressives who embraced fascism and Mussolini. I mean, it was Margaret Sanger who flirted with Hitler. And one of the things about fascism that has always been intriguing to progressives, they now look towards communism in China this way, is that you snap your finger and you get something done. You make the trains run on time. I was on a train with Tom Friedman one time, uh, the Acela Express from New York to Washington. And I'll never forget, we're coming into Washington and the porter tries to take uh, his stuff from him and he just blows up on the porter and actually says something along the lines of this would never happen in China or some such. There are people on the left who they love authoritarianism. They just didn't like Donald Trump. They're perfectly fine with authoritarianism as long as they're in charge of it. And the progressives, to a degree, those are those people. And they they try to make everything about race and white supremacy because they want to delegitimize the system. Here's Ayanna Presley talking about abortion yesterday in the House of Representatives. These misguided bans will not actually prevent all abortions. They simply put safe and necessary abortion care out of reach for our most vulnerable, specifically our lowest income sisters, our queer, trans, and non-binary siblings, black, Latinx, AAPI, immigrants, disabled, and indigenous folks. And none of this is happenstance. It is precise. Like the roots of the anti-abortion movement, these bans are rooted in patriarchy and white supremacy. Patriarchy and white supremacy. See, Anything they don't like is patriarchy and white supremacy. Anything is. I mean, they play the race card because they want to delegitimize 
so that they can advance. Progressives are impatient. To, back to Jonah Goldberg's book, Liberal Fascism, one of the points he makes is that the left has no sense of history because they don't believe they have to worry about history. They can always advance. There's an impatience to progressivism because they are intent on progress, progress in their direction. And what's it getting them? What's it getting them? Nothing right now. They didn't get anything they wanted. They, they, they've had nothing. And so they're, they're amplifying their delegitimizing of the system, the Senate, the filibuster, the states, the Constitution, whatever they can, to try to get something, and it's not working for them. Now, they're going to get something. The problem here is that uh, a lot of progressives are zealots for their cause. And so they'll get something, but it won't be what they want completely, and they won't like it, but they'll have to accept it. They'll have to learn to compromise. And I, I'm sympathetic here in this degree. In 2004, some friends of mine got me to help them start redstate.com and put me in charge of it. And Red State was kind of on, on the vanguard of conservative activism in the day. Uh, we were the Tea Party before there was a Tea Party. And we would fight the Bush administration on, well, the Harriet Myers nomination, on immigration, on the budget, on spending, on No Child Left Behind. We fought, we fought Republicans. And we wanted our way or the highway. We, we wanted government shutdowns. I still like government shutdowns. We were willing to hold the debt ceiling hostage. We were willing to shoot the hostages. And we never really got our way. In fact, on occasion, we would pick candidates to run and they would lose in primaries. Mitch McConnell and others would, would destroy them. Or in the case of uh, Indiana, we beat Dick Luger with Richard Murdoch, and then Murdoch floundered in the general election. And to some degree, that caused Donald Trump, the, the establishment fighting back, because they would never give conservatives what they wanted. They would make a lot of promises, and then they would never keep their promises. And it made a lot of us, a lot of us mad. And a lot of conservatives who were so tired of the broken promises of the establishment finally say, you know what, let's find someone to burn it all down. And they ultimately settled on Donald Trump. And if you paid careful attention, you saw the establishment consume parts of the Trump administration. The XM Bank is still around, people. The Export-Import Bank is still around. Corporate America has hooks in a lot of things, although not as many things as some people think. There, there are real conspiracy theories out there like pharmaceutical companies and ivermectin and suppression of truth and stuff like that, uh, which is kind of kooky conspiracy theory stuff. I'm surprised by the number of smart people who believe this stuff. It's not always follow the money, you know. Sometimes it is. But as a conservative... I am very sympathetic to watching Democrats promise all sorts of things to progressives and then stab them in the back because it happened to me as a conservative activist. Now, that tells me as well that the progressives will ultimately get their own Donald Trump. And the difference between conservatives and progressives on this front is that the media will never, ever admit that that's what's happened. And you will never see the media demand progressives distance themselves from their own version of Trump. 
because they'll never acknowledge that that's the truth. But this is going to break the Democratic Party. And one of the reasons it's going to break the Democratic Party is because of climate change. Climate change is becoming the sinister issue of the era for the left. They genuinely are appalled at what they see as the future of the country in terms of climate. Greta Thunberg made an appearance yesterday. This is all we hear from our so-called leaders. Words, words that sound great, but so far has led to no action. Build back better, blah, blah, blah. Green economy, blah, blah, blah. Net zero by 2050, blah, blah, blah. Hear that? She's a true believer. She's a zealot, and and she's been taken advantage of by others older than her, and they really told her, you got a decade left, kid, or you're going to die. And a lot of the progressives believe this. A lot of them believe they're going to die. We're all going to die. The world is going to cross a tipping point from which there will be no return. We will have water world. Kevin Costner will be leader supreme. Notice her attack on Build Back Better, blah, blah, blah. That's a slam at Joe Biden, and the progressives believe it. They See, this is they have substituted real religion for something they themselves have made. We live in Romans 1 times, and they worship creation, not the creator. They have internalized that the world is going to burn. (laughs) It is, just not the way they think. But they think something's got to be done. They genuinely believe that we have a decade left. You and I can say, well, 30 years ago they were saying we had a decade left. 20 years ago they were saying we had a decade left. 10 years ago they were saying a decade, we, we had a decade left. Nine years, eight years, seven years, six years, last year. They always say, we got a decade left, just a decade left. It's always a decade left. They were saying by 2013, there would be no ice left in the Arctic. They were saying by 2020, the glaciers would have all melted in Antarctica. They're still there. But just because they were wrong about the date doesn't believe they don't believe it. All of those eschatologically affixed Protestant prophets who claimed the end times are upon us and Jesus is coming back yesterday, they still believe Jesus is coming back. They just got the date wrong. And he is coming back. But just when when they predict the end of the world is nigh and it doesn't happen, it doesn't mean they don't think the end of the world isn't coming. They just got the date wrong. The progressives think the same thing. The progressives think we got about a decade left or else. And so they compromise with themselves down from $6 trillion to $5 trillion to $3 trillion. And here comes Joe Manchin, and he says, nope, 1.5 or else. 1.5 or else. And now they're going to have to pick what is really important to them. What's really important to the progressives? Is it expanding the social safety welfare net? Or is it stopping the world from burning? Pick. And by the way, 
By the way, if they pick climate change, Joe Manchin says they still can't ban fossil fuels. Not only will Joe Manchin tell them they can't pick fossil, get rid of fossil fuels, but they're not allowed to get rid of the subsidies, the tax credits and tax deductions for oil drillers and oil providers and oil refiners. They're not allowed to do that. Joe Manchin says he'll kill the deal if they try to do that. And oh, by the way, Joe Manchin wants to be in charge of the clean energy standards. He doesn't want Bernie Sanders to do it. Bernie Sanders says that this could kill off any hope of solving climate crisis. Yeah, it's kind of Joe Manchin's point. So the left now has to choose. In a way, conservatives have never had to choose. You see, conservatives have never really believed that if we didn't get what we wanted, the world would end. We may think the American way of life would end. We may think that the, the country could be upended. Progressives really, truly, genuinely, honestly believe that if they don't get what they want, the entire world will end. Our way of life won't go away. We will go away. And they've internalized that. And along comes a Democrat. They are in the Democratic Party. One of their allies in the Democratic Party, two of them no less, on behalf of multiple more, are saying, we don't believe this. You you may have internalized it as religious dogma, but we don't believe it. And the progressives, they believe they're right. They, they believe in the certainty of their cause. You've got Ezra Klein in the New York Times. You've got what's-his-name-in-the-New-Yorker openly interviewing a man and and talking about his book that now advocates for enviroterrorism around the world, bombings around the world, that environmentalists need to learn how to make pipe bombs to blow up oil refineries. That's how desperate they're getting. And along comes Joe Manchin and says, I don't care. We're not getting rid of fossil fuel. What do you do? What do you do? You have internalized, we have a decade left. A majority of your party believes it. And you have two of them saying, this far, no further, or else. Do you take the or else? Or do you try to work the system? Or do you try to trust Joe Biden to do it? There's no easy path forward for the people who believe the sky is falling. It's going to be fun to watch, isn't it? It's going to be really fun to watch.